The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network. All right, everyone. Welcome, welcome back to Culture Insanity. Um, I'm gonna say right up front that I have been trying to clear my throat for the last 15 minutes. So, uh, in no way is that a sign that I have coronavirus. And speaking of coronavirus, um, that's what today's show will be predominantly about because that's all that you can get from the news in the last couple weeks. So. Welcome back to Culture Insanity, and welcome back to the podcast, and um, here we are. Um, yeah, I was checking out uh, checking out everything that we had been, you know, compiling the last couple weeks in terms of news and pop culture, this and that, and um, just sort of came to the realization that anything other than what is flooding our our news outlets and our and our world at the moment would seem a little um, contrived. So. <laughs> Today's episode, as as you might have seen on the Facebook, is all things Corona. So our show has been has been infected by coronavirus. So um, welcome to that. I like <clears throat> to think of it as brought to you by Corona. Brought to you by coronavirus. Yeah, COVID nineteen. Um, so if you have any uh, if you have any thoughts or input as we go along, feel free to share them. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there, and we just want to sort of tackle it um you know section by section in the next hour however much we can so you might notice we're missing a a uh member of our show here um he does not have it (laughs) although (laughs) he is the oldest of us well if he had it he'd be dead so (laughs) what (laughs) that's the mortality right that's the that's the that's the thing yeah the old the old and infirm What's the like percentage? I know oh, that, I know that obviously my, he wouldn't be dead. I know, Come on, I'm so just I know joking. I know that the old older generation. I'm joking about him being old yes, and infirm. Yes, he's old, but he hurt his leg. He's and not, infirm. <laughs> <laughs> he hurt his leg. He doesn't have COVID, so um, you know, hopefully he can get back to us. Soon. So all you people who are <laughs> staying away from him, you know, because of the coronavirus, it's not true. He doesn't have it. You have to find other reasons to stay away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, where where to begin? First of all, kind of crazy, kind of crazy times, right? <clears throat> um, the whole world seems to be shutting down, <laughs> like mm-hmm. literally, especially um, in Portland. Yeah, Oregon or Oregon in, in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, f- for those of you that, well, I guess you can't see because the camera. It's snowing and it's March. <laughs> I can I can turn the camera. It's snowing and it's March. Give me a second. The second half of March. Uh, it was daylight savings time on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, there you go. Snowing in Portland in March. Um, daylight savings time was on Sunday. There are locust swarms in in Asia and Africa, uh, and coronavirus is sweeping the globe. So strange times. Strange times we're living in. Um. So, anyways, where do we be, where do we begin? What is going on? Why are freaking Why are people freaking out? So, <clears throat> top of the the top of the question list I have here is, um, because there's a lot of information, there's a lot of misinformation, of course. But um, one of the things that I wanted to, to talk about, and and if you're listening, feel free to you know 
feel free to share what you think, but my question is, is this, is this coronavirus, is this, you know, pandemic at this point, is it really as bad as, you know, the news would have you think, or is it more of a sign of how, like, society deals with things in 2020, you know, like, we live in, like, kind of a freak-out culture, um, so is there, like, legitimate reason for the hysteria, or is it, or would, would you say it's more of a sign of, like, just the times that we live in, like, if, if you're somehow have been on living under a rock, like, the grocery stores are, like, sold out of everything, <laughs> just everything. Like I was making a joke with my coworker the other day that you go into a grocery store and, and all the other stuff that you would have otherwise wanted, toilet paper, for some reason, like toilet paper is the big one. Um, That's a great one. Which is a, up. No, it's a weird one though. Is you think weird? so? Yeah, because if, if it's really a situation where you're going to shut in for X amount of weeks or days or whatever... Like, y you could use a rag. <laughs> you could use a rag. I suppose that's like, true. you really want to get food and, like... I suppose that's true. And for those of you who don't know, if you start fasting, the, that part of your body kind of shuts down for a while. Yeah, Josh so. has been uh, strictly on ketosis dieting lately, so... For a while. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you... Uh, you... But it also makes sense because it's, like, non-perishable. Sure. Right. Okay. I mean, you're always going to use it. Yeah, true. True, true. So, yeah, like, is there – so what I was saying, like, so if you've been living under a rock, grocery stores are stocked out. I was making a joke that you go to a grocery store and everything that you otherwise would have wanted is out. And so you see a pack of Legos and, well, why not? Just because I'm already here. You know? <laughs> like, right. People are literally buying everything. There was a funny – I was just sharing with Josh before, um, before we went live – my sister-in-law works in retail. She works at a, a chain of grocery stores. And she shared a funny meme that was, she says is completely spot on. And she said, working in retail during this corona pandemic is like being in the band that played at the end of Titanic as it's sinking. Mm -hmm, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. just, it's a... Uh, it's a losing battle, and all you can really do is say it's been an honor playing with you, <laughs> playing alongside <laughs> you, gentlemen. <laughs> so I still haven't seen Titanic. Uh, yeah, uh, but anyways, back to the question: like, is this something that we should really be freaking out about? Like, <clears throat> or is it more a sign of just how we deal with things as a society nowadays? What do you think? Uh, I don't think it's something we should be freaking out about. <laughs> there it is i mean you can't you can't control the outcome of something like this other than to do things that you should have already been doing yeah so if you stay diligent and you um if you stay diligent in common sense activities like washing your hands for instance i think it's crazy it's just crazy that like <laughs> as i'm listening to npr as one does mm -hmm. um they're like <clears throat> almost like giving like a radio seminar on how to wash your hands like what is that well yeah like speaking of t to that point and it's <laughs> not rocket science by yeah. the way yeah no 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 it's not there's no shortage of like myths out there 
regarding this whole thing and how to how to handle it, how to treat it, how to avoid it and stuff. So much so that like the World Health Organization had to like post like a Mythbusters whole section about the right. coronavirus. Like people think that you can kill it by uh, blow drying. Weird things like like using a, a hair blow dryer on surfaces or even on your skin for that matter. Oh wow! Yeah, seems like a dumb idea, right? Yeah. Um, or like bleach, like people are like bleaching their skin. Okay. Like people are going crazy. You're definitely man. gonna kill something. Yeah, people are, they think that uh, if you take a hot bath, you can get rid of it, or you know, all these different things. Um, they had to post a they had to post a ultraviolet light was another one. Hmm. Um. I don't know. Like, I don't know if people understand how how viruses work versus like if there's like a virus versus bacterial um, um, like confusion or whatever. But it's interesting. But yeah, like you're saying, just follow what you should be doing already, and you can. Well, it's not can, like it's not like there's a vaccine for it, right? So, like, <laughs> it, you know, I I think it's I think that it's short sighted the way people are are acting. You know, be clean, be courteous. I sound like a, like a 1980s commercial or something, like a rap. Be clean, be, clean, be courteous. Be courteous. <laughs> um, but, you know, be clean and be courteous and don't freak out, you know, and take normal precautions and it should be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw an infographic. There's certainly not more you can do. Yeah, and so what? What? What are we? What are you really going to do? People are like shutting themselves in, and you know, avoiding all of everything. And I mean, that's just a really uh, that gets into a larger question of like how what's going to be the you know, are there going to be like lasting effects of this, or like how do, how we deal with things moving forward, just in general, like is this is because things like this have happened, like in the last even. Well, let's go 20 years. There's been all these different things, norovirus and SARS, SARS and, you know, all these different things. Um, Even in swine my, flu, bird swine flu, flu, bird flu, like, in my lifetime, AIDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, all these, just in the last 20 years, you can, like, these things ping up, you know. But it feel, this one feels different. And, like, why is that? Well, it's social media. Mm. You know, it's it's localized event versus um, or this isn't a localized event, but right. what I'm saying is those past things are fairly localized, whereas now we're interconnected and we're instantly connected. Mm. And so there, so the the concept of mass hysteria. When you say and, localized, do do you mean it in like multiple aspects, like localized in terms of? I mean in communication. In communication. Okay. Yeah, you know, you have to go through proper channels to get information. You know, as far back as, or as early, as recently as like, you know, 10 years ago. I mean, think about it. People weren't carrying smartphones until what, 2009, 2008? Something like that, yeah, 2008 maybe. So, like maybe a decade Mm ago-ish, you know? Before that, people had to go through channels to, you know, like now we pull up whatever information we want instantly and we communicate. Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all of these different systems for communication and so if it's a myth, if it's truth, if it is an opinion, all of those things have the floor immediately mm-hmm. for whoever has the, the loudest voice. And unfortunately, in a, system, in a system like this and in a world like this, the person with the loudest voice is going to be you know, the one that's heard. Mm-hmm. So I think that you have a lot of 
um, misinformation and a lot of misguided use of information um, feeding the populace. And then that causes there to be a need for more information mm -hmm. from proper channels. And then the fact that the proper channels are giving more information feeds the idea that, you know, people should be freaking out. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of crazy on, what is it, Monday, Trump talked about how it's not that big a deal. And then on Wednesday or Thursday, Thursday, he, mm -hmm. no, Friday, he declares a state of Just emergency. Yeah. You know, why is that? Yeah. So I, th I think that that's, I think that that's the state of communication and we're no longer localized in the way that we communicate. And so, yeah, that's, a, this is, that's the reason why I think Trump is under such scrutiny as a president. Mm. Um, also, you know, no president, certainly other presidents have been worse than him in certain ways, but no president's. No president has taken advantage of social media, nor has lived yeah. under such a glass house before. Yeah, for sure. And then I think that's the same reason why we can even do this show <laughs> is because pop culture is this way. Like, I think about all the stuff that's going on with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Like, are you paying attention to any of that? Is that still going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going on. So, you know, Amber Heard accused Johnny Depp of yeah. Just beating domestic her, abuse. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. But then, <clears throat> like... Her phone messages came out. Do you know about that? No. Her phone messages came out that, like, demonstrated, like, audibly that she was absolutely abusive to him. <laughs> and so now there's, like, cool. there's a call to cancel Amber Heard and to get Johnny Depp back on Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, my gosh. And now Johnny Depp I'm is being... I'm exhausted already. <laughs> now Johnny Depp is being shopped to play Joker. Do you know that? Yeah, well, that's an interesting. Thought. I know it's a good casting choice. I think. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, I you like. Could, you could I like. Worse. I like Willem Dafoe though as a casting oh. choice. Have you heard that one? I mean, I could. I can. It's I, that, haven't, I haven't heard it, but man, I could see it. It's, it's that, that smile. toothy grin. It's that toothy, it's that toothy grin. grin. For sure. For sure. Anyways, I gotta post that. Uh, how did we get to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp? I gotta post. <laughs> sorry. Well, I gotta post that Willem Dafoe gif. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. He's in a car or something. It's classic. <laughs> yeah, it's he turns classic. at the he turns at the camera and you're just like, "What <laughs> is going on here?" Um, that's what's on my mind right now. How did we get to Johnny Depp? And how okay? So how you got these people that like? It's not even like. Okay, I found it, and I'm posting it. Here it is. Imagine this in clown makeup. If I can get it posted. Uh, you have these I, people. There, there it is. You have these people's lives. Mm. It's like their personal lives, and immediately you're getting okay. I cannot. I need this off my screen. <laughs> you did, you've done <laughs> this to yourself. I need it off my screen. Um, it just keeps going back to him, like staring at the screen. Because he does a quick turn, and I can't remove it because it's. I can't <laughs> remove it because it's in my control panel. Um, Someone flood the comment section. <laughs> okay, anyway, here, I'll maximize the other screen. So, uh, yeah, you have these people's lives, and they are, you know, on display. They're just on display all the time, and it's like personal stuff, mm -hmm. you know? And it changes from moment to moment to moment. And so, yeah, do, when you have something that's a legitimate issue, of course it's affecting, of course, that way of living in constant communication about ideas and not necessarily even facts is going to affect things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So are we going to get, are we going to get, I mean, 
we're not we're not big enough. Let's not get ourselves. But say you know we were a little bit bigger, even would we get roasted over the fact that you just said or we both agree that this is not really a reason to be freaking out? Uh, I don't think anybody cares what we're saying. That's what I'm. That's what but, I'm saying. <laughs> I know. I, I me, I'm under no illusion of that. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares what we're but like, saying. Why? Why? Why would we get you know slammed over downplaying it or you know? Look, I'm. <clears throat> I'm not saying that it's a big deal. Excuse me. That's or that it's weird. not a big deal. Um, I'm not saying. That, I yeah. I'm not saying that it's not a big deal i'm saying there's no there's no reason to freak out for hysteria right you your local costco shouldn't be lined up three blocks down the well and let me let me ask you so here's the reason why i don't freak out about it and i know this is the same case for pastor adam over here the reason why i don't freak out about it is because i have a relationship with god and in my relationship with god i know that he has his plans you know and this is part of the narrative whatever it is so even if the plan was to wipe us out, mm-hmm. I would understand that God is a good God and he has his plans. And I don't presume to understand the end result of those plans. Mm-hmm. And if I need to be wiped out so that his will is fulfilled on this earth, okay. Yeah. I know that that's, that's a harsh well, and then- reality, <laughs> but it's how I feel. It's, it's what I think. What I don't understand is those of you who don't believe in God, why you're freaking out. <laughs> and and here's here's the reason why. If you believe in naturalism, if you believe in like a Darwinian, you know, evolution, if you believe that, then a then you're part of the process. You have why are you? You have that? no you have no significance. <laughs> yeah. Not and I'm not saying that you're not significant. I think we all know that everybody. Well, we should all know that everybody is significant. But He's your if, if you think this, your worldview doesn't support the idea yeah. of your significance. But let me tell you what it does support. It supports the idea of survival of the fittest, mm. right? And so you have this virus that is wiping out and not doing not, a very not yeah, doing a very okay, good job of let's it. Not let's not call be it clear. wiping out even. <laughs> but this is this is how people are treating sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. You have this virus that that is said to be wiping yeah. out infirm people, mm-hmm. people who are old and have already contributed to society, <laughs> and it's basically not touching young people. It's not touching people who are fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. Sounds to me like that's what evolution does. If you're not fit and healthy, then, yeah. you know, it's just like what Adam said. It's part of the process. Yeah, exactly. So if if you want to celebrate that worldview, then celebrate it fully, man. Yeah. You can't be half in, half out. <laughs> yeah. So I don't get, I, you know, like you, and I understand why, the reason why you claim your significance in the face of this virus is because, guess what? Deep down, we all know that we're made in the image of God. And we all know that we're significant and we think that we should survive something like this. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you are not a believer and you are freaking out about this because it is going to claim you, maybe you should come to grips with your morality and your mortality mm-hmm. and you should come to God and, you know, confess, confess and repent and believe in him. Yeah. Another inch, another hard truth for people to consider and, you know, would tell you that you you know you're spitting in the face of people that you know are suffering or whatever is that if you're suffering with something so if right now it's coronavirus or maybe it's a, a chronic illness or a terminal illness or, or whatever like sure it's not it's not like uh, it's not so black and white in terms of good 
or bad. You know, there's it's, it's not two options only. Like there's a third option that God is using that for a bigger purpose. And a lot of times people have a hard time owning, like even even believers is what I'm saying. Right. Um, have a hard time owning their role in that. Like they can't see past themselves. They can't see past their pain. They can't see past whatever it is. Um, like, you know, there's someone in, in my life right now who, you know, is figuring out maybe there's something wrong with them. And, you know, it could be one of two things. But like one of the things that, I hope she eventually will come to grips with is maybe that's, you know, something God gave you, you know, to use. And it's hard for people to hear, but it's true. Like maybe that's something that God is using and you get to suffer for something bigger, you know? Right. That's a hard, that's a hard one for people to swallow. Well, in American society it is, but what's crazy about it is throughout the centuries, there have been whole societies built on the idea of suffering for something bigger. Mm. You know, it, like it's an honor. And in American society, you know, think World War II. Mm-hmm. Like people were, they were trying to fight mm-hmm. to suffer for something that was bigger, to give their life meaning. Mm-hmm. Now we just don't do that. By the way, Pastor Dad um, uh, Pastor is, Dad. Pastor Dad, Monty, Pastor Monty. The, the other the other member. <laughs> the Truth Time with Pastor Monty um, icon. I don't know. <laughs> He's uh, he's saying that if we would like to call him, we could get his input. Okay. I don't know if you want to get him on the phone here. Um, I do have my phone. But uh, yeah, like it's a, it's it may like rub against your American senses to mm-hmm. say that you want to live a life that means <laughs> that that you know includes your death in its meaning. But I, I I just want to just assure you that's an American sensibility Mm -hmm. okay so don't impose your american sensibility onto onto truth like a good line there you go (laughs) that's a good line yes don't impose your american sensibilities onto truth truth is what it is guys Mm. there are things worth dying for and when you look at like our civil servants for instance Mm -hmm. you know who risk their life and limb why they're you know well they formally were respected and, you know, looked right. so much. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's because of the nature of what they do is bigger than themselves. Yeah, and, don't talk outside of – don't talk out both sides of your mouth, like saluting the troops, hey, I appreciate what you do, and mm-hmm. then be like, I have a right to not die for something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have a right to only die for myself. Let's call, let's call the old timer and get his hot take. All right, let's call the old man. He's uh, – he's, he's – He's chairbound right now. Hello. Hey, hey, how are you doing? Can you hear? The coronavirus took his hearing. Hello, hello. Are you there? Hello? Can you hear? <laughs> Adam just put his He I just put He just put his <laughs> His phone up to his headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he'll... Okay, I'll try to call one more time here. Okay. Speaker. I heard him for a second. I know. I'm guessing it's on his end. Yeah. Hello? Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. How you feeling? Uh, I'm fine. We called to get your hot take on COVID. Yeah, I'm listening to, to you guys. Um... What you're uh, you're advocating is okay for for uh, my wife 
and I to uh, take it in the shorts and, and <laughs> no. die? <laughs> no. Uh, if you are an evolutionist, I think that it is. Yes. No, no, no. We were very, we were very clear about that. If you hold that worldview... But you do not. So if you, I don't. I don't think it is for the record. But if you are an evolutionist, then you would have no reason to complain against it. Yeah, you said the elderly and infirmed. <laughs> well, yeah, that describes you even outside of the. Uh, that describes you even outside of the evolutionist worldview. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, I'm listening to you too, and uh, I'm just very encouraged. I mean, I. It, it, it always disturbs me, and I hear a lot of it this week. It always disturbs me when people have lost their common sense. Go on. You know what I mean? Go on. I mean, we we want to wait to see if we agree. And they're fear-mongering, and they're, they're, uh, quoting, they're quoting outlandish statistics. And, and I, I won the governor... From uh, Ohio, I think it was. I heard one governor yesterday with his uh, doctor beside him talking about the fact that in Ohio they have a hundred thousand cases. What? And I'm like, what? And so then they, and so when they were actually interviewed and pushed on that number, they said, well. We really don't have that. We only have 100 confirmed cases, but we kind of estimated and extrapolated, and we think the true number is somewhere around 100. <laughs> so, ma- masters of arithmetic, like, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do, how do, see, that, that type of nonsense that makes people afraid. Yeah. And it is, it is exactly that nonsense. So, you know, I, I think that's not helpful to people to be doing that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Is it something that, you know, you should be concerned about? Sure. Is it something that you could should take precautions? Sure. But, you know, to, I mean, they're, my goodness, they're closing the, Kate Brown came out and closed the schools, yeah, schools. statewide for two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there. I, I just, I just picked up a lady this morning driving that was so excited. I think she was a lady. Um, uh, that uh, the name said she was a lady, but the voice kind of made me wonder. Anyway, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> so she was, she was so excited because she had a a, a, a package of uh, toilet paper that she had found. She wow. found one? She had found, she, she found toilet paper gold. I would be excited if I found a package of I wonder toilet how paper. Much you could, I wonder how much you could sell a 24-pack of toilet paper for on the, the secondary oh, market. yeah. You know, Facebook Marketplace yeah, I, or something? I, I don't know. Price don't gouge? Know. She, asked me if I take, she asked me if I'd take my payment in, uh, if Lyft would allow me to take payment in toilet paper. I said, no, but... You could give me a tip. I, I, I totally knew you were going to say that. <laughs> give, me, give me a roll of toilet paper for a tip. <laughs> she laughed. And, and she kept it, right? People are crazy right now. So here's the thing, and, and I agree 100% with what you and Josh are, uh, are saying, that, you know, as as believers, as, as children, 
nonsense that we see going on. Tell me what you think about this. Apparently there's a minister in Auckland, New Zealand, who claims that Christians that are quote-unquote blood-bought, born-again, Jesus-loving, Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled, tithe-giving are protected from the coronavirus. Well, do you have to check off all those boxes to be protected? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that comes to mind. You know, if we got all those boxes checked off, then maybe, uh, you know, you have some, uh, you know, some possible, uh, you know, so uh, recourse. My, my, the, 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 the larger question or point I, I'm making in that is, are there things that you're hearing as far as how, you know, pastors and ministers and churches are handling this that need to be put in check? Like you know, in your in your you know co- consumption of the news and and what you're reading and stuff like are you hearing things that are making you do a a, a classic uh, wow response? I have yet to hear on the news. Of course, they don't interview ministers, but I have yet to hear anybody say as directly and as forthrightly as uh, you and and Pastor Josh that uh, listen, if you're a child of God. Your subject is sovereignty, and if he wants you to die, you're going to die. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that he be glorified somehow through the process. So, and, 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 but that goes, for, that goes for all of life. You know, what people don't seem to realize, of course, it's heightened with this nonsense, but what people don't seem to realize is we live in a very precarious world. <laughs> I can hear I can hear your wife in the background. Okay, my uh, uh, Lucy Brown is telling me don't say nonsense, so let me change that to uh, bovine excrement. Much better. <laughs> wow. Much better. You know the reality is, is it's tap dancing. We're going to uh, bring glory to Him through ever, whatever, however we live, and the reality of it is, is that. You know, we need to live in such a way that it be glorified, but understand that we're all going to die. It's just a matter of when and how. So, from that standpoint, you know, I think what you and, and uh, Pastor Josh were saying is, is an accurate take on how we should look at that. But as far as all the stuff that's going on culturally with, you know, games closing and Stores closing and people ordering stuff and stuff like that. You know, you just got to roll with it. Amazon. You know, I mean, yeah, you just got to roll with it. I'm still trying to understand the whole toilet paper thing. I think that some people think that you can use toilet paper for a mask. (laughs) You know, if you if you you wrap around your head like a mummy. You could you could breathe through the and that would somehow protect you. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you for giving us your hot take. Keep tuning in and feel free to comment. Yeah, I, I, I I'll end with this. You know, I've lived in primitive cultures or in in uh, the, where where there wasn't any toilet paper. I knew I knew it was going there and you used your hand. You, you you do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Thank you. <laughs> feel better. All right. Talk to you about it later. Bye. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Monty. So 
then what what should like the church's response be like we just drafted our own response as as a right. church right right like how does something like this threaten um how we're called to live and how we're called to be and the gathering of believers for example and well like what do you think is an appropriate response in each church i'm sure will have a different response and you know that's right. between them and god but or their leadership you know but what do you think is appropriate in terms of like handling this and doing right by this well and- i think that <clears throat> i think the mechanics are what's important um well, let me rephrase that. I don't think the mechanics are important at all, but <coughs> what I think is going to need to be addressed is the mechanics, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. and specifically of running of running the shepherding. So when you don't have – when you're not living in crisis, things just kind of go as they go, mm-hmm. you know, and you have systems set up and they run the way they run. Mm-hmm. But when people are living in crisis and especially when people are voluntarily associated, mm-hmm. you know, then – you have to maintain the machine a little better when when a wolf comes into the fold mm. or whatever. Um, so I can tell you, like, for our church, the things that are on my mind is not the spread of the – is not the spread of the virus. Like, we'll take that as it comes, mm-hmm. you know? If, if everybody should – we already have machines. The systems in place. Yeah, right? we already have these machines Sanitary, in place yeah. to, to keep that from spreading. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just be diligent about that. Um, but the things that are on my mind is um, the old and infirmed, <laughs> the people that um, – I'm not laughing at people who are old and infirmed. I'm laughing at my father's response to me saying it earlier. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, the the 50-plusers, according to the virus, is natural selection process. <laughs> um, so I'm concerned about them and making sure that if they – if they feel convicted that they need to stay home yeah, and how you take care of them, then. that how, how do we take care them. of them? Should we be, you know, helping them buy their groceries for instance, so they don't have to go to the store, mm-hmm. but we're, we're doing more checking in on them. Mm-hmm. Um, when we have Sunday services that include sacrament, like mm-hmm. communion, are we making sure to involve them in that by, you know, bringing them, take, taking them communion? Mm-hmm. Are we making sure to telecast our, our sermons and stuff. I mean, here at ABF, we are do that already. Like you said, super systems, competent. Systems are already in place, right? We're super competent at using modern, you know, communication. So because of that, it doesn't affect us um, in that way. So, but are we making sure that they can access those things? Um, I'm concerned about childcare because of the thing that's uh, because School. the governor here in Oregon has. Yeah basically said that schools need to shut down. By the way, like, I get the impression, and I'm not, you know, I'm not up on every state's policies right now regarding this thing or the responses, but is Oregon unique in that, that they, like, were maybe the first? I don't know. Like, because my dad sent me a message yesterday, like, whoa, what are they doing up there? Like, schooling, like, as Well, we're situated between two outbreak sites. Yeah, Seattle and, um... Sacramento. I don't know. Somewhere in California. Okay. So we're situated between two quote unquote outbreak sites. Sure. Um, so yeah. And, yes. and we have, and we have confirmed cases here. So, yeah. you know, and I think we had the first communally confirmed case. Isn't that right? Really? I thought so. Where it was community spread and not, it wasn't Seattle. Like, I don't know. With the, in any case, we're here, culture. we're here in a hotbed. So I understand why they want to contain the spread of it. So it, 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 what what's going to happen is there's going to be members of our congregation who 
are going to be forced to give to need childcare, mm-hmm. you know, and if they and that's going to put a strain on on our populace in terms of um, money, mm-hmm. right? And then it's also going to so, but we here we we have the ability to help out with that. So we're looking at ways to you know, even though we're already t- taxed and stretched thin in regard to helping with childcare, we're looking at ways to extend those services to people who don't normally take take them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's 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 the immediate concern. I'll tell you what my I'll tell you what my long lasting concern is. But do you want to give something to say? Well it's it's a question in regards to long lasting so and like what we're kind of what we're talking about but there's a there's a term that's flying around and kind of viral okay. in terms of being used called social distancing yeah totally that's um, really sprung up because of this whole thing like do you think there's going to be long term effects of of that like encouraging isolation and obviously it's isolation because of this thing that's going on but like are people going to live their lives differently like out of fear do you think because of this like will it only devolve further into that kind of thing like we mentioned earlier at the top of the show like these kinds of things kinds of things aren't new like you just look in the last 20 years like you know it comes up in different in different iterations or whatever but the way we respond to it is different um now and it's unique now in terms of whatever and social media it plays a huge part in that but the social distancing like are people going to out of fear start just living differently because they don't want to because of things like this or whatever uh, do you think there's long lasting <clears throat> effects in this like philosophy that's like being pushed and pushed and pushed like social distancing i think that i i think that we're going to trend the opposite direction but I think that that's going to – I think it's going to be in response. I think that we're going to – I think that there's going to be a, a call and response to sort of band together, you know, to work um, like on a larger scale, on a macro scale, like for nations to come together to work on these things. I think, mm-hmm. there's, I think that this is the beginning of a, of a one-world government. Is this – I'm not a geopolitical expert sure. by any stretch of the imagination, sure. or even a novice. But are things – I'm not going to say being ignored because I don't believe they would be ignored. But are things sort of being put aside in in terms of nation-nation to deal with this thing? Like maybe yeah, I think I think you have a bit of the – I think you have a bit of the enemy of my enemy is my friend mm. sort of thing. I think <clears> – <throat> I don't think it matters where the – old and infirm stand on these things because I think that the younger people who will be the lawmakers of the next generation are watching the responses of their, their, you know, political leaders. And, you know, they're going to start seeing that we need to act together in crisis. And I think that's going to be the call for the future. We need to act together in crisis and we need to stop drawing these borders that we have and look how the world was able to come together. Even corporations were able to come together to, to do something unprecedented. Like, do you know about like the 10 days ago, they called together a bunch of um, like drug makers and so on and so forth. Yeah. The, the president, he gave an address yesterday where um, he let a lady speak. I can't remember what her name is, but she was just saying that it was invisible to the public, but, 10 days ago before he even, you know, like he had said on Monday. So that was less than 10 days ago, like yeah. not to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because like three or four days before that, there were already conversations 
with between the White House and um, like medicine makers, essentially oh. asking them to like find solutions and make kit- kits more available and yeah. like streamline the process of hmm. working together and all this sort of stuff. So, so he's saying that with a, a prior knowledge and pri- like, yeah. pri- privy to different Well, things. and she said it was like invisible to the public, but they needed to do that so as not to cause a, a hysteria. More hysteria, hysteria until they had a solution to present. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but then he talked about like other nations like also working on that too. And I yeah. think that that, I think that that sort of response is where we're, where we're going to go. So do I think that there will be social distancing? Um... Maybe physically, but not technologically and not in spirit. I think that those things are going to continue to mount and change hmm. um, toward – that they're going to trend toward people coming together more rapidly and more passionately. And I think that they're going to gel around specific subjects, subjects of social justice. Hmm. Um, I shudder to think what is about to happen in terms of the government's – uh, ability to dictate what we do with our bodies. Mm. Like I think about vaccination. I mean, let's put it, put well, it in perspective. Already, it, before this whole thing, it was already going in that direction with schools, right? Right. <clears throat> right. You're sent home. Right. You know, in some, right. They deny, the- they deny services. Mm-hmm. Um, put it in perspective. So pastor Monty was talking about, you know, the, what a hundred confirmed cases in what? Ohio. Yeah, one of those one of those bread basket places. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know if that's actually a bread basket. I don't think it is. Um, but in any case, he the that person was saying that it's actually like a hundred thousand. That's what they estimate it to be. And I've seen that before. And that that shows the concept of that really shows the concept of a pandemic, right? Like mm-hmm. it's way bigger than you think it is, but the mortality rate stays the same regardless. Mm-hmm. So the more people that are infected, the less people have died from it um, in terms of percentage. Mm-hmm. And I think that that should give you an insight as to when you look at the percentages of death to not confirmed cases, but suspected cases versus something like influenza or so on and so forth. Like, I think you're looking at something that we will get through. Mm-hmm. I think you're looking at something, you know, maybe come fall, will will be through. Um, but I think the lasting effect is is going to be detrimental for freedom. Mm. I think the lasting effect is going to be, you know, dictating, being able to say, you can't have churches that are bigger than this. Interesting. You can't yeah. have... Uh, you can't make decisions about your children's health. Yeah, you there's, can't, there's been things you know, going on. So on around. and so forth. There's been responses, you know, different governors and stuff, and our own governor have, like, have pushed out their responses toward, like, gatherings and that kind of thing. And I was asking myself the other day, because it really seems arbitrary. Like, sure. in mm-hmm. California, it's yeah. it's no more than 500. In, in Oregon, I think it was 250 or something. Yeah, it's 250, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, where they're getting the... And there's a lot of people, there's a lot of... The, the, like, why why 250 here, but why 500 here? And, right. And what's the reason? It's the same, we're dealing with the same whatever. Maybe there's more, like... Well, I, I, th- I think it's a response to restrict, right? So yeah. it's like, if you can... Rest- they don't want to hurt the... They don't want to hurt the population in terms of uh, what it normally works with. You know, it's normal function, but in the same vein, they also want to nip it in the bud as quick as possible. So mm-hmm. and they could say 50, 
but they're not going to do that because it'd be too difficult. Hmm. Do you hear that Disneyland is exempt from that? Why? They say they say because t- I was reading a tribute to the Federal Reserve. <laughs> no, the du- the dude I can't remember his name, but he said that he was like on the phone with Bob Iger all day and um, what dude was this? Some I don't know, some official. Okay. Um, and they said Bob that, Iger's not even the CEO I know anymore. not anymore, but <laughs> they did. They had some sort of response where they basically said those situations are too difficult to navigate with such a unified law. Because there's like people's vacations and families have come out of town and so on and so forth. So you have to let them experience it on some level. So they need a much more sort of surgeon based response as a as opposed to a blunt instrument response. Hmm. I, I kind of get it. Yeah. You know, like I get the it's idea just, that it needs maybe more. I don't know if it. Where do you draw the line with it? Well, that's Why? the thing. That's what you're saying. The line's arbitrary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Why Disney and why not this place or this thing or this event or... But again, these are things that we can't control. So the other day I went to see a movie, um, Onward, a Disney movie, and uh, (laughs) I went to see Onward. They're still getting their money. (laughs) That's right. Well, but the Regal and... um, I don't speak Spanish. AMC. AMC was the other one. Yeah. Regal and AMC, they, they cut their seating in half and... You know, basically, you can't sit next to each other more than two people, and you have to be like six feet away or whatever. <laughs> uh, but we ended up, um, we ended up having the whole row because of it. <laughs> so I can't, I can't control the situation, but I can enjoy some of the benefits of it. Yeah. Um, I somebody posted in Spanish. Ooh, we have Spanish from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Argentina. And I don't speak enough Spanish to know, so hopefully... It's wow, what? K is what? Well, we got that. What is it? Let me see you again. I got it. I got it, guys. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just wants to say hi. What's up over here? (laughs) Coronavirus. Um, okay, I want to read you this uh, this excerpt. Hey, you can just click see translation. Wow. That's, thanks, Facebook. Um, <laughs> okay, so That's what my this, six years of Spanish got me in high school 20 years ago. You can't even translate four words that ago. says what's up. <laughs> That's all you was saying. I knew that wasn't dude. Pero is definitely dog. It's what's up, dog. What's up? Oh, what's up, dog? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to read you this little excerpt from the nationalpost.com, and it's how coronavirus... Um, could change pop culture forever is the, is the title of the article. Yeah. So we've talked about it in terms of, you know, socially and, and all these kind of things. Let's talk about it pop culturally for the last 15 minutes. Um, sure. Give me your thoughts. And if you're listening, obviously, I want to hear you guys' thoughts. But it says this, and bear with me. I'm going to read a couple paragraphs here. Although, of course, the delays and cancellations that continue to emerge are only temporary setbacks, the repercussions are difficult to predict. Whenever the flow of media production is somehow interrupted, there's a risk of audience attrition as consumers, suddenly faced with the absence of a reliable source of entertainment, must look elsewhere to get their fix and can find themselves irrevocably transformed as consumers in the process. These same kinds of disruptions, meanwhile, can subtly alter the landscape of pop culture itself, as writers, producers, executives, and artists struggle to adjust to volatile circumstances. 
The Writers Guild of America strike of 2007 completely changed the way that television was produced and watched in North America, bolstering unscripted TV while weakening the influence of primetime network dramas and sitcoms. And now, heroes. As coronavirus, yeah. <laughs> as coronavirus, <laughs> as coronavirus fears stall many film and TV productions, which they have been, in case you haven't been paying attention, there are bound to be commensurate delays on the back end. Shows and movies that might otherwise have come out in due course over the next couple of years may be compromised in the process, and there's no telling how far that might span. Um, almost done. While the culture can certainly survive any one delayed blockbuster or canceled concert tour, South by Southwest, the sum effect of an entire season of canceled and delayed entertainment could be seismic. We could be looking at several months spent consuming popular culture exclusively in the privacy of the home, and the long-term implications of this habit-forming event are worth taking seriously. What will it mean for the year in movies if cons doesn't move ahead in May, or if TIFF, T-I-F-F, is scuppered in September? I don't know what that is. What will it mean for music if artists can't get on the road to promote an album? And what will it do to the tech industry if there's no Apple keynotes or tech conferences or there's no E3? A film festival, for instance, is also a platform for the sale and promotion of films that without that platform might never find an audience. Had cons been canceled last year, it's doubtful that Parasite would have gone on to be a commercial and critical hit. We are only glimpsing the beginning of this. It may mean more than we realize. What do you think? How is this going to affect pop culture um moving forward are people going to uh, as i mentioned to you earlier the the line about habit forming um ten, you know how uh, how we form new habits because something is not available anymore and how it changes how we live and partake in things like is there is there like a major i think that i think the that's presence? the authors behind the curve mm. It's think, already happening. Yeah, I think yeah. the author's behind the curve. I think that the it's too late. <laughs> the fact that we have these things in our pockets and mm. that we have streaming access to things, whole catalogs of things, um, is something that's been being fought by the by that establishment by mainstream for like, a long time. Yeah, and you know, so the the one thing I would say that it might possibly affect is sports. That I could understand it like actually affecting, but. You know, because the because that content is a different type of content, mm -hmm. but we can pull through the the we're right now our society in terms of pop culture is a nostalgia machine, you know. So yeah. what what we probably will see is a lot more advertising going into. They're gonna put The Office back on Netflix. They were right. gonna pull it or something. Wasn't well, they're well they I, they're I mean they're putting it on Peacock and that launches real soon. So. Mm. Yeah, I doubt maybe Netflix will the, try that's to the NBC streaming. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. So I yeah, I don't I don't I think that they're behind the curve. There's a reason why the movie industry for instance has had to uh, adopt the subscription model, mm -hmm. right? Or yeah, like because people weren't going to movies. Yeah, when Netflix is producing major blockbusters. There's a reason why no need to go Netflix anymore. was trying to there's a reason why the movie industry was trying to block Netflix from being able to obtain Oscars unless they did it in, you know, yeah. in movies. Why? Because people weren't going to movies. That's a season one culture insanity poll. I'm pretty sure we talked about that. So I think that the authors behind the curve and things like that, I think that people already prefer to be at home. Um, you know, what I what will about, say. What about from the artist standpoint then? So you're talking from the yeah. viewer standpoint. I don't. So from the artist standpoint, the consumer standpoint, it may affect the artist in terms of their bread and butter is their bread and butter is uh, touring, mm -hmm. right? But in terms of distribution, no, 
Not at all. In so in terms like of distribution, it's like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift doesn't have to. You know, she doesn't have to go hawk her music out there. Like I don't. I don't. I don't think that the mainstream. Do still hawk things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't think that the mainstreamed artists are going to be affected at all because they have an immediate platform for distribution. Okay. It's going to be the individual. The yeah. it's or the sorry, not the individual, the in-betweeners. Yeah, the little guys. Like yeah. the, the point at the end, like the the parasite, the filmmakers there. Like it was a really small movie. Right, like, but but what's going to happen is the mainstream because they need to make their money is going to get better adept at pulling from mm-hmm. you know pulling from the in between and then people or not people but groups like groups they're not a social group uh companies like netflix are going to get better adept at distributing i mean mm-hmm. this this is evolution in 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 that standpoint <laughs> you know so you don't think so to you know summarize like you don't think that you don't think there's going to be any lack of or negative um, uh, like production of art? Um, I think that there doesn't have to be. Mm. Um, well, okay. So I do think that new content will struggle for a while. Will struggle, right? I've already seen that like a lot of the CW shows because a lot of people don't like CW, but it's kind of awesome. Um, a lot of the CW shows like Flash, for instance, shut down production. Uh, the 100 shut down production, uh, Supernatural, which is in its final 15th season, uh, shut down production, and they're trying to figure out how to deal with that. I thought the one. Am I thinking of a different show? Final season. The 100. 100. The 100. It's final season where. I thought that was an old show. Kids. Well, it's been around for seven years. It's still airing. I didn't know that. It was a great show. I had no idea it was like still airing. It's a great show. I'm not a CW like consumer for the most part though, but. Right. Um. I had a shower thought this morning. Okay. <laughs> so Vin Diesel's... Hashtag shower thought. Go Vin, for it. Vin Diesel's new movie is out or is coming Bloodshot out? Bloodshot came out... Based on a comic book. Mm, or it comes out this week? <laughs> it came out yesterday. I need to go morning. see it. It's part of my Sony... Uh, yeah, your regal thing. My re- <laughs> I had a shower thought this morning that that guy's haters are probably just laughing at him because like he's got this big movie where he's like the, the main star or whatever. And he can't even get full viewership to go to movie theaters right. because of this whole thing. Right. So his- and maybe they'll spend less time in the theaters and more time in streaming, or maybe they'll bypass um, theaters altogether. And during maybe this time or more, I tell you what, yeah, there's going to be a lot of kids born in December and January. That's what pastor Monty says. Maybe we'll see more babies being made. So now we're going to have population issues. Um, <laughs> it, no, it would be good if people would read more and stuff like that. Uh, Pokemon go, which I play for the record. You can look me up lucid night and be friends with me. Producer Jasmine's telling me that's a, a no, no. <laughs> okay. Well that's, yeah, I think you, you can. Oh, you got to get a friend code. Okay. You ask me for a friend code and I'll give it to you. We can be friends. Um, but Pokemon Go has changed their, they did a software update specifically to, cause that, that. Does your guy walk around with a mask? No, that's funny Dang though. It. That'd be awesome if you could, you could get a mask. Um, the, that game is based on social interaction and right. going from place to place. That's why mm-hmm. it's Pokemon Go. They changed their program so that you can still play it. Um. By walking around your house a ton. So you have to do less, like half of the of all of those things Man, to be able to make it work. That's mm-hmm. Good on them for 
pivoting. And Pokemon show <laughs> up more frequently in, in wherever you are. So there's, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's. I mean, that's crazy when you have like even video game distributors. Yeah. You know. I was reading an article that video game industry will boom because people are yeah, staying I'm sure. home, and you know, yeah, I'm be, sure it'll be good for them. So, <sighs> all right, guys. Well, I tapped out my my list here. We got about five minutes to spare. Any other coronavirus comments or Jasmine? Any thoughts on coronavirus over there? Yeah. Eh. Producer Jasmine says, I want "Eh." It to be done so I can she wants it to be done. <laughs> here it's here in the Portland area. It's um, kind of crazy, you know, because we have the president. Like yesterday, the president declared a state of emergency. Yeah. And. It snowed, snowed, which it shouldn't be snowing here in Portland during this time. Yeah. And the school shut down the night before, and all of our... We lost an hour of sleep on Sunday. Yeah, we're all, we're all tired. <laughs> and, the, and if you go to the grocery store, it's like everything's gone from the grocery store, and nobody's out like walking around because everybody's afraid. Or if they are, they're wearing masks. It feels like the beginning of The Walking Dead or something. Straight up, yeah. <laughs> or something. I wish I had, I had a... Oh, like we got five. You got a few minutes left. I can do a little quiz on Josh. Okay. <laughs> Out- outbreak movies and TV trivia. Okay. Let's see. I don't know if I'll do well on this. I don't actually have anything prepared for you, but. Okay. Yeah. I lost my tab, so maybe not. Um, yeah. I don't know. Let's end it. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in now and in the future. Thanks for contributing. Um, stay safe. Uh, focus on God. What are we going to say? I was just going to say, uh, check out our new show on Thursday nights called Nightlight. Mm-hmm. It's Nightlight Radio. And uh, we're just dealing with um, wellness issues in regard to like mental health and emotional health and taking a, um, taking a biblical approach, a directive approach to, to counseling. Um, so, you know, to giving advice. So if you have, if you have any... Um, questions concerns in life and you need like a problem solving unit to help you figure that out and you want just a direct uh way of looking at it like you can check out nightlight on facebook i think it's a at night help is where you can find the page at night help on facebook you can check that out and you can post questions and we'll be walking through questions um and uh, it's also a call-in show so you can actually call a number and talk to us. So check that out. That's on most Thursday nights, you know, God willing that Corona doesn't wipe us out or something. Yep. All right. Stay safe, stay clean, trust in God, be productive and live your life. See ya. The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible fellowship. You are listening to the vigilance radio network.